Hello and welcome to tonight's League All About It show, the penultimate round number 10. And we have a hell of a night. The updates are still, still incoming. I have all the results in. I'm just going to wait on a few more details on the teams. But a massive, massive round, a massive weekend of action. Because people and teams are trying to get into, they're hustling, they're bustling for the position in, at the top six where they split in Division 1 and 2. Um, in terms of relegation, top six promotion and winning the leagues and getting out of them and getting out of the playoff spots. So absolutely massive uh, jostling for places um, throughout the, the whole division. We have three games in tours tonight, we have three games on Friday night and we have the whole rest of the, of the games on tonight and there's no Sunday games on tomorrow and then we'll have a big weekend next weekend. We're going to go, as usual, I'm going to go through all the results, all the, all, um, the scores. Then we're going to get into each and every division in deeper sense. Then we're going to look at how the actual uh, results lay out on the table. Who's what? What way the permutations are going to lie next weekend in the the final weekend? Who like it's all up for grabs. A lot of teams have still a lot to play for. A lot of players are catching the eye again this weekend, and we will go through the results. Oh, also. I will give my performance of the weekend as well. There's one really sticking out. It uh, might be a local derby. This coverage, uh, the League All Ready Show, is brought to you by the Cleaning Doctor, Exceeding Cleaning Services from Loud and Monon. Right, let's get into it. I have all the results up here, and we we'll go. We we'll go with the Division One. The Blues two seven. Sean O'Mahony's one sixteen. That's the Torsten night game. Last night's game, RD three seventeen. The Geraldines one eleven. I'll have all the goal scores from that game. Dave Martin, 14 points. The Moctis, 11 points. That was in Monster Bice, a repeat of last year's senior final. The Feckins, 2-9. Dreadnoughts, 12 points. There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot to go behind that storyline as well. So Cooley, 8 points. The Pats, 3-11 down the bottom. That was a big win there. And Malik Rangers, 2-19. The Brides, 9 points. Big win there for Malik Rangers. Then Division 2, we look at... The Bars, they were beaten heavily. Was that Thursday night? Yes, no, it was last night, Friday night. They were beaten 114 to three points. Then today's results it was five other games on, on the Saturday. The Gales won 11, four point winners over the Dundalk, Young Ireland's local bragging rights there. The Kevins 310, the Clans 110. And then we have the Plunkets were beaten by Roach 315 to 4 6. I'm waiting on the Roach goal scorers, so I am. If you know them, send them in. Uh, they'll be most uh, polite of you. And I have the Plunkett's four goal scorers, so you can uh, you can rest assured there. And then um, the O'Connells, they were beaten for the second time in a week. This time, this today, they were beaten by Hunterstown, 6.17 to 15 points in Castle Bellingham, in the Grove. The Rahleys, 2.19, the Joes, 1.12. That's a win for the Rahleys, having uh, not won for a while. Then Division 3A, some very interesting results here. We have Lanlier 6-9, the Pierce 9 points. The Malachys beat the Westerns 3-10 to 1-6. That was um, both Thursday night games. And then Glyde 1-8, Glen Emmett's 1-8. So draw match, draw match in that game. That's a that's a real, that's a real uh, Lena and the marker had a championship with those two sides. Um, they'll face again, of course, in, in the, the Phase 2. But yeah, really, really... Big draw there for Glide and maybe a shake up for the Glen Emmets as well. Division three B. I'll talk about more. I'll talk about. I'll get into all the games in more detail. But um, still waiting on the goal scorers from the Glen Emmets and Glide game. Do fire them in if you know. 
um, WhatsApp me or just message me there. I'll, I'll get it. I'll put it into the chat now. The Tones did a big win. Draw the Derby win over the next 12-7. I'll tell you what way that goes in the table now in a second. Um, waiting on a few goal, uh, scores for the Tones. The next, that'll be greatly appreciated as well. Animan and they can't stop winning. They won last week and they won again the other night, last night against Cuchull and Gales. Um, sorry, I think it was seven goals for uh, Hunterstown Rovers. Actually, just getting a, a few people giving out to me here. Uh, seven goals, so not just six. Um, scores for, sorry, yes, yeah, sco- keep going with the scores, Daniel. The Animan 4 6, Cuchull and Gales 1 9, uh, and then Stabannon 4 21. The Dowdles Hills won three. So a big win there for Savannah. And the Mitchells, they go back to winning ways with a 2-12 to 10-point win over the Shawns after uh, a couple of weeks there where it didn't go too well for them. Right, I think I'll uh, I think I'll attack that Division 3B and talk about Adam and their, their win. Looking at me notes here. James O'Connor got a hat-trick last week. He got a goal night a half. They got a really good start again, Adam Innan. They, they got a couple of goals in the first half. They got three goals. Tony Brennan got one in Fergal Markey. As well, that put them three three to one five ahead, nearly at half time, and they just they, they could rest on that because they did get a lot of heavy injuries, um, and to finish with fourteen men, O'Connor got a second goal. Uh, Aidan Lee Martin was excellent, um, but on top of that, um, Colin Gales, Michal McCabe, he was fairly fairly good um, for the Colin Gales. He got. He got all their six second half points from freeze, which just wasn't to be enough. But an interesting story, Sam Kenna in goals for Animan and Rovers. He is a man from Douglas in the Isle of Man. So it's it wouldn't be a stronghold. His first time really playing Gaelic football. He's been well coached there by Stephen Finnegan and Fadigan, who remember Connor was a goalkeeper for Ackill, Mayo Miners, and I think he won a senior championship with Clintibbert. He's the manager down there. So he's been well well coached. So it's great. He saved the penalty against John Gallagher last last weekend and uh, it didn't keep a clean sheet this weekend but still he's really improving that side and it's great it's great good news story any more stories like that do fire them in and we'll go on and we will talk about the Knicks and the Tones game like massive game absolutely like talk about neighbours and rivals and looking at the scorers Owen Brennan he got three points good young player back in a bit of form Darren Weldon continues to score Garrett Cooney's playing well this season as well Chris Cudden always gets a score too as well and Rory Taft's back tonight with two points as well and uh, Sam Kelly uh, usually gets a point from the half back line and Mark Healy as well he got a point in the win didn't get anything from the Knicks as yet um, but yeah that's a big win I'm going to talk about the permutations of that where it leaves them in the Division 3 ta- B table at the end. But it looks like Stabannon are powering on and they, they'll take some catching. Derek Crilly got 1-1. Fintan Martin got a point. Um, Bobby Butley, Sean with 2-3. And Sean Reynolds got 1-2 as well. And a heavy, heavy win, heavy defeat of Dowdlers. Didn't get a, any scoreline, but I'm going to guess neither man or Paul Gale maybe got a goal for the Dowdlers. John Mitchell's 2 12, the 10 point winners over the Sean. Still waiting on the Sean's details. Usually they're very good. Usually they fire them in. Um, let me see. Just after getting the. Yeah, no. Sorry, I thought I had the next goal scorers. I don't. Um, let me see. Um, no, next score. No, I don't have them. No, I'm going to keep pairing on. Um, and yeah, tell you who got the goals for the Mitchells. 
John Bingham got one of them, and the other one was Gareth Kane. Gareth Kane's always fairly handy for a goal for the Mitchells, and that puts them back on the winning ways, having lost last week, down a minute, and the week before, just the Bannon. So, look, at, there's still an awful lot to play for. There's going to be a, a fair, another round, another phase in it, and uh, we will go and move on to Division 2. So, Kilcarely, they're, they're in a serious run of form. They are. They can't stop winning since they drew with with uh, the Gales. I think they won three in the bounce. They're four unbeaten. They they were winning. They kept they kept score scoreless at half time. They were winning eight eight nil at half time. Uh, Fionn Komarski got a couple of scores. And Tyke McInerney got two. They were winning quite well, quite comfortably. And then yeah, it was they're going to push on now to the to the top four, like to try and get into that top six. That's the big aim. Thomas Creese got a couple of points for for the Vinbars just to kind of get them back, get them off the mark. And then it was White Day by an Aiden Corrigan substitute for the Kilcarely. He got a goal and that just pushed him. Who got the other score? Who got the other point for Tor? Podrick Butterley. He got the, the one of the one of the three points for the Finbars on a disappointed night for them. Wasn't a disappointed night for Dylan McKeown. He got nine points tonight for the Gales in the one eleven to four point. That's a big win. That is a really, really big win. Talk about the team and form momentum. The Gales can't stop. They can't seem to be breaking this kind of... They haven't really dropped points. They're just powering on every weekend. It seems to be that sort of way. But when you have Dylan McKeown doing the scoring and consistently, it's a great team to build on. Great t- thing for a team to build on. Um, and Thomas Cavanagh, the Kerry man, on the edge of the square, he got the goal as well. So he might be called up to Crow Park tomorrow by, by Jack O'Connor. Um so that's a big win. You know, bragging rights there. It's a heavy win. Like, you know, 10 points, 14 to 4. Um, I haven't seen the Irelanders team. Uh, let me see. Has anything come in from the Irelanders? Um, just because it's it just, you know, yourself, a 10-point defeat to your local neighbours. Um, it's it's just, it's it's just, uh, it's, it's a result that doesn't um, doesn't weigh up. It doesn't, doesn't sit right uh, in terms of the margin. Not in terms of the result, because the way the Gales are playing, they're, they're flying. They can bring that into the senior championship next, next, next uh, year. The Kevin's three ten. There's another team in form. The Clans one ten. Uh, waiting on the Clans goal score. Um, should get it shortly. But the Kevin's Adam Cromwell continues to impress. I catch it again. He got one one. Cameron Maher, another player that's added to it. Another young minor from last year's joint. Joined in and hit hit the intermediate division two grade seamlessly. TJ Dohany, arguably now the Kevin's best player, most important player, most significant player. He makes them think he got one three, and that's a good a good win at home. They're pushing on. They're probably second there in the table. Roach three fifteen. The Plunkets four six. The Plunkets four goal scores. Luke Haggins won a minor title on his own out the field, full forward. He got two goals on him. He's back out the field, I think, for the Plunkers. Conor Early was missing tonight. Who got the two other goals? Um, Dean Carlin and Christian Nolan. Good young player, Christian Nolan. He's he's played he's played well so far for the Plunkers. Can't be fault so far this season. And then 315 for the... Um, 315. Uh, yeah, who got the three goals? Barry O'Hare, I think, got one. Uh, Shane Bourne and James McDonald. Shane McDonald must come up from the half-back line. Um, so, that's a big win. Another big win. Another powerful performance from Roach. And 
that that is a very significant result. I'm going to talk about that why that is significant there in a second because that might push them into the top six for phase two. Well, we'll definitely have it all to play for next week after that win over the Plunkets in Mel. They like to travel the road twice, so they like to go on. Um, Huddersfield seven goals, right? So they got seven goals. Who got all the goals? Ryan Bourne's got two of them. Caelan McCabe, lovely left four. He got one. Dottie Carroll must come up in the back. James Rogers and Shane Hapney. Shane Rogers got... Or James Rogers, Shane Rogers. Just, there's two other Shane Rogers who create another one. Um, James Rogers got two. Really good footballer as well. And Shane Hapney doesn't often get the goals. Usually in goal, but he can take a goal and a point. Very good outfield player as well in his own right. And pushed on and got a goal tonight. That's a big win. And like, you see the O'Connell's kicking 15 points, kicking 16 points during the week. It's just that they can keep the goals down. They can, they, you know, they, they, they'll go half the way of solving um, their, their losing streak at the moment because they're getting sucked down to the bottom as it goes. The Rattleys got a welcome win, um, 219 to 112, maybe 218 in some circles. But, uh, yeah, so the Rattleys, that's a good win as well against Joe, Joe Sider. They're missing quite a lot. Colin McCall got got three points. Welcome back, Ocean McGuinness, who got two, and Gabriel Bell, those county men as well. Um, Alan McKenna got a goal from the penalty spot. I think he got one turn to finish. John Horan got a goal for the Rallies in the first half alongside Emma King, the full back. He must have come up and buried a rocket into the net. But um, they led 2 9 to 1 7 at half time. The Rallies look comfortable. Add 10 points in it in the second half. The power on. I'm going to talk about where that leaves where that leaves them in the. Uh, in the table now shortly because that's just when you talk they're over they, they get themselves right back into it Sean O'Mahony's with a win against the Blues in New Farewell it wasn't a win I don't think a lot of people seen coming and uh, the Blues are going very well haven't dropped a point or haven't dropped a point haven't been beaten and to be beaten by the Mahoney's wasn't wasn't forthcoming and they did it in some style they led 8-4 at half time Stephen Kilkine uh, was flying. He finished with seven points in total. The Blues came out in the st- uh, second half. Um, Ian Connor got a goal. He came on off the bench. Um, Colin Judge started the full forward. He got one three, nearly half their tally. But uh, Junior Shoteo got a goal for the man. He's, he's a good player. He played inside with Kilcoyne and Tiernan Cassie roaming out the field. There's something about the Mahonies. You know, they're getting, they're getting a lot of these youngsters in and they seem to be hitting the ground running there's a freshness to them obviously there's still a couple of the old guard to come in as well um, like some jobs are Keith McLaughlin what the crack is Keith with Keith um, Ben McLaughlin still to come into that side hitting 116 against the Blues without those it's um, it's fair going it's a fair win and full credit to them um, have I any other detail on that maybe the shock of the weekend um, RD St Mary's 317 to 111 the it was just as a draw at half time, three three to one six or one nine, something like that. Um, yeah, three three to one nine. But RD were playing against the win and still rattled off those goals. They really they got their they got their um, they got their county men back and they seemed to stack their half back line with them as well. Um, Connor Gillespie got the first goal. Dara McConnor got the second, and Liam Jackson got the third in that order. Um, James Craven got the goal. Uh, from left half for the Gerald Lines. and it was just a well, savage second half 14 points to 2 um, for RD um, Jonathan Cummins came off the bench and kicked 4 points Kieran Keenan got 4 points in the night as well just shows that savage scoring power RD possessed and that's a big win for the, uh, for them they, they're, they're going on a bit of a run there they're right up there in the top of the Division 1 table I'll tell you exactly where they are now shortly the Jocks they won 
They beat the Moctis to welcome back John Clutterbuck into the side. He got a point. Um, Jack Murphy was playing very well. Um, Tom Gray top scored with five points. JP Rooney came off the bench. It just going by the results. Jamie Farrow was get, oh, going by the scoreline and the updates. Jamie Farrow was getting scores. Uh, Cormac Smith, Kevin Mann, I think top scores with him. Craig Lennon got a couple of points. Lovely football. What a footballer he is at club level. Uh, I seen him the other night as well. But 14 points to 11. They just, the Jocks kept themselves nudging themselves head, ahead at all times. Just keeping that advantage, keeping them ahead of Um um, sorry, so a couple of uh, comments still coming in. Um, yeah, so the Jocks pushed themselves over the Mocters again. A lot of county went missing there, but it still went to the way of Nave Martin in Monaster Boys. Jack Murphy, he's playing well. He could be getting a call up or he could feature on the team of the league. So that'll be coming the start of July on patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. Support the podcast there. The Feckins 2 9 to 12 points. Local derby. Hatred brings the best out in a man. And it just seemed to be. It seemed to be the best for the Dreadnoughts in the start of the game. They were flying. They led 10 points to 1-3 at half time. Looked like, right, the Dreadnoughts are going to push on here. They're missing Peppy Smith looking at their scoreline. It's hard to tell from the nicknames. Um, yeah, it looked to be fl- flying it, going quite well. Um, Niall Devlin gets a goal for the Falcons to keep them in touch. They hit five in a row. Then Brian Bino Devlin... Devlin seems to be carrying the Feckins so far this season. He gets the second goal, pushes them ahead, and there's no looking back. The Dreadnoughts kick a couple of late scores to try and get back into it. That's a big win. That's a local derby win. Hell of a nothing like a comeback win in a derby. And that may well be performance of the weekend. The Pats 311, the Cooley, another uh, derby to bring out the hatred. Just Cooley didn't seem to rise to the occasion. It was Nipper took it was 3 2, 4 3 early on. Then the Pats kind of took over. Um, Martin McEnany, county man, sub goalie comes on, comes up the field, kicks two forty fives in a free long range free, really crucial, really big asset to have. Booms them over the bar, and um, then Daniel O'Connor gets a goal that gives him a nice advantage going in half time in terms of confidence. One nine to four points. Cooley on the other end struggling for scores overall. Bergen Malone kicked a couple of scores. Welcome to him back. Keen Connor as well is always reliable from frees. Then the second half, it got a little bit worse for Cooley because despite, uh, I think Danny O'Connor missed the penalty for the Pats, Leonard Gray found in it, back in it shortly afterwards, and Joe Connor, good young player, coming through the ranks there for the Pats, found the score. And so 3-11 to 8 points. That's a 12-point win. Yeah, 12-point win for the Pats. So that's a big win there. And then Mattock, another team, Mattock and the Brides, they'll face off. In the championship, and it looked like a depleted bride side. Now they've short a lot of players, but still, Matt got the best possible start with a kind of a, a fluky goal. He won't mind me saying that Ronan Kilban, I think it was an attempted shot from maybe Aaron O'Brien that was caught by uh, Ronan, and he just lashed it home. Now it was a powerful finish, to be fair to him. He was quick on quick on the mark, uh, off the mark. Another Ackle man. That's two Ackle men mentioned on, on one Loud and Proud podcast. Where would you get it? You get it brought to you by the cleaning doctor, external cleaning services in Loud and Monaghan. That game tonight was the Brendan Riley Perpetual Cup. Uh, 20 years on after Matt won the 2002, their inaugural first senior championship. And Brendan was a big part of that side, great fella, and absolutely missed in the village for, for forevermore for the, the years that he's passed. He's an absolute character, Rusty, and he's uh, an integral part of, of that setup and, and getting Maddock over the line and winning that senior um, title. And um, so they're celebrating that tonight as well, and in good memory of an absolute legend of a man around 
Cullen. So Maddox won that game by 16 points. It'd be a different animal of a championship game. But um, Shane Hickey came off the bench and got five points. Um, Liam Flynn got the second goal from Mark Rangers. Could have, could have had another. Oshie McKenna impressed also. And um, who else? Um, Alan Carroll and Kieran McCarthy had a great battle as well. Um, Costello played very well for the Brides too. Kevin Herty as well could have had a goal. He got a couple of scores. So that was a 219 to nine points. So a big win there. And we go right back to Division 3A. Landlier 6-9 to Piercy. Nine points. As uh, the former Kerry manager said, what was his name? Oh, what was his name? Pat something. Anyway, only for the goals was an even enough game. So that that's the way it kind of played out the other night in Dunlear. Um, three, five to six at half time. Um, Tommy Muckian getting a uh, point. Uh, Mark Larkin always consistent. Um, Robbie Murphy as well. But uh, Ian Mulroy, Pierce Hawkins and Niall Lennon got three first half goals. And then it was the tail of the Callans in the second half because you had Paul scoring two goals and then Liam saving one. And then Darren Malonga, uh, I think he might have got the sixth goal. I'm not sure if it was the sixth goal, but he got he got one of the six in the second half anyway. So they pushed on and, and the one. And that's a big mark as well in terms of the championship and in terms of the table as well. The Malachys 310, the Westerns 1-6. That is the, the Malachys' second win of the season. That pushes them up. That's, they're getting closer to the Piercy as well. Um, so they might try and get away from that. Uh, relegation playoff spot. Colin Rooney rattled the net like he has done in, in many years past. He got the first goal. Uh, Paul Moley got the second and the return and Jack Carroll. He's a big boost for uh, the Malachys for this season. <clears throat> Despite Justin Cunningham's best efforts in 1-2, there was no real fight back. Aidan McGarrell got a point um, and Anthony Doran got a couple of points as well. But um, yeah, and then 1-8 to 1-8 apiece in, in Talonstown. Between Glenn Emmett and Clyde. Still waiting on goal scores. Maybe they'll come in. I'll just have a quick check. But I uh, see now Sharky was playing. Um, let me see. Um, no, still waiting on updates from that game in between Tallinnstown and Clyde or Clyde and Glenn Emmett. So if you have if you have information, send it in. Um, big game tomorrow for the Loud Ladies. I previewed that during the week with Jack McNamee, their coach. Really interesting uh, game, really interesting dynamics. You have Lisa O'Rourke, <coughs> uh, world champion boxer, amateur boxer. She'll be playing <coughs> in the middle of the field. She'll be trying to keep Corbs on. Um, Loud's midfield partnership, that's kind of maybe the most improved player for Loud this season, as mentioned by Jack in the podcast. Really good, uh, really good insights during the week. <coughs> and that will be um, up tomorrow. That, that game's on at 2 o'clock tomorrow. I'll have a podcast on that tomorrow. Excuse me. Getting throat's getting a little bit dry, doing a little bit too much talking. <coughs> the show is brought to you by the Cleaning Doctor, External Cleaning Services in Laird and Monaghan. Right, let's talk about the tables. Let's have a quick look here and go through them. <coughs> With that win tonight, Mattock now go over leap and uh, the brides and go fourth in the table. So that was fourth and fifth, but they're secured now. Mattock in the top four. Ardy and the Moctas are joining at thirteen points. The Martins secured themselves, or <coughs> excuse me, pushed themselves right into into six, stay in six spot with the uh, with ten points. And then then the bottom, Cooley and the Dreadnoughts are still there, but it's it's the Feckins and the Pats are afloat now. By there's a bit of a bumper there with um. <clears throat> the Geraldines and the Mahonies right behind them. Excuse me. <coughs> yeah, but the Blues 
lost one game, they're still on top. They still have that 15-point cushion at the top. But still, hell of a hell of a lot to play for next weekend, like in terms of that uh, final spot. We'll see who the Martins play next weekend. They play the Brides, so there'll be a bit of a nip or tuck there next weekend in terms of just wanting to make sure your place is secure and getting over the line. Uh, because the Feckins can get in there with 11 points. The Brides um, are on 11. The Pats can get on 11 points as well. Who did the Pats play next weekend? I'm going to probably do something in this during the week. The Pats play the Feckins next weekend, okay? So either of those teams could end up on 11 points and drive themselves up the table as well. So that's very interesting. Right, Division <clears throat> 2. We see, we know that um, the Gales are going to be on 19 points. They are on 19 points. <clears throat> the Rattleys are toured, joint toured, I should say, with Hunterstown Rovers. That's a big win for Hunterstown. They're driving up the table with form to Kevin's second place with, with 14 points. Um, Rory Moore and Ben Rogan roll, reeling in the ears for the Rattleys there with a back on song. Roach, I thought, spoke with them earlier. They nudge back ahead of their neighbours. Kilkerley Emmets go into that top six. With 10 points. The Clans are on 9 points. The Curly are on 9 points. And the Joes are on 8 points. So let's just see who they play, who plays who next weekend. Because it's going to be massive. That is going to be... I'm going to be really excited this time next week. Doing who actually got where. And who landed where with the wins. Niall Sharkey got the goal for Glide. Of course he did. <clears throat> uh, thanks for sending that in. Uh, still waiting on the Glen Emma. So that's a big, big performance there. Uh, yeah. No, uh, let me see. We'll push on and we we'll see who is playing who. Roach play the Rallies next weekend, okay? Kilcarely and the O'Connells. Uh, the Joes plays the Finbar, so relegation teams there, so there's a bit of a chance there. The Gales and the Clans, local derby. And then the Kevins and Hunters turn more or less. They've secured their place in the top half. Um, but they both behind each other up, um, the kind of neighbourly rivals. The Irelanders as well. They're not fully, they, they, they could slip out of it. But they have a they have a favourable game next weekend against um, Team Nottingham Form, the Oliver Plunkets. Division three A. Let's just go through it before I give the performance of the weekend. It is um, sorry, it's not loading up. I go to try and see what three B is going for. Um, yes, yeah, so there's a man and a parent on eighteen points. The Knicks have been leapfrogged. By the tones, 15 points. The Knicks and Aaron are still on, remain on 14 points. The Mitches are on 13 points. And the Minnan are right down there. Cahull and Gales, 5. Dowdler's on 6. And the Shawns are still winless on no points at the bottom. Let me see. Trying to see is that 3A still not loaded for me. Maybe the results just aren't in. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so Lloyd still find themselves two points behind uh, Lanlear. The Malachies, like I mentioned, are only two points off the Piercy now in that playoff spot heading into phase two. And who did they play next weekend? They play the Piercy so they can go joint level with them. Uh, Glenn Emmett should win next weekend and beat the Westerns and then Glide and then Lear face each other next weekend. So really, really very, very interesting kind of layout. I think getting back to performance of the week on the League All About It show, I'm going to have to... Uh, I'm gonna to have to give. I'm gonna to have to give to the Feckins just for the comeback victory. And it was a hell of a win for the Matinees other night. That that shock, big, excellent performance from the Gales and Kilcarely, but it wasn't overly unexpected. 
just well, it wasn't that it was unexpected unaffe- unaffe- uh, for the Feckens to do, but just the manner that they did it, come back and win that local rivalry. Glide, kudos to them for drawing with the Glen Emmett's first first points. They've dropped um, this. No, it's not. They drew. They drew with Lanlear early on in the season. But yeah, big win for them. That's it. That's been the league all about show penultimate round before phase two and a big next weekend round eleven. Across the board, I will tidy it all up for you. I'll have a preview on it all week. I'm going to have plenty of talking points tomorrow on the uh, ladies' game in Russ Commodore Intermediate Quarter Final. Tonight's show is brought to you by the Cleaning Doctor External Cleaning Services in Laird and Monaghan. Thanks very much for tuning in. Please do support the podcast, patreon.com forward slash Laird and Proud. Support the show by signing up there. That's it. I'm going to try and get a good drink of water to clear this throat once and for all. Congratulations to all the teams. And thank you, each and every one of you, for sending in your information on tonight's show. But I see it wouldn't be possible. Bye-bye. Thanks very much for tuning in. Good luck. <laughs>